Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the Noon Report, we give you the listener direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are, as always, Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. And Michael, I'll begin with you. One of the sad sidebars to this Mideast war that is raging in the Holy Land has been the rise of anti-Semitism right here at home. It's gone up by almost 400% since the Hamas attack on October 7th. What is happening here? Yeah, it's really sad to see, and I fear for Jewish friends and others around the country and around the world. And a lot of it is the fruit of what's being taught in our schools, and especially in higher education, which not only creates a situation of anti-Semitism, but also then I think can create fear of terrorism here in our own country related to the notion that we are illegitimate occupiers of land that was owned by someone else in the past. That is uh, in our education system, and it is bearing the fruit that we're seeing now with the hatred all across the country and around the world. Yeah, it brings up images of World War II and the Star of David. Couldn't believe it, Jason. You actually had an ambassador at the UN wearing a Star of David because the United Nations still will not condemn what Hamas did. Uh, We're seeing it on our universities. Of course, Cornell University in Ithaca has become the epicenter of much of this vitriol. What do you think is fueling this hate? Well, at its core, it's sin. You know, I think oftentimes we're taught in the culture today that the uh, default position of man is to love, but it's not. Uh, The default position is that of hate. Uh, That's what sin does. That's what sin does to people. It it Mm. separates. uh, There's disunity. There's division. And that's why the gospel is so needed. It is that which brings love back into the equation. And I think at its core, we're seeing that sin that is being lived out with a spiritual adversary who's driving these conversations. And again, it's been going on for millennia, and it will until the return of Christ. All right. Well, moving on in Harrisburg, lots going on. Michael, you're keeping a close eye on several pieces of legislation that passed the House, House Bill 1024, 25, and 27. You argue in a press release that this is state-sanctioned discrimination. How come? Well, basically what this hate crime legislation does, and I understand the motivation behind it, but unfortunately it's very troubling legislation. It adds uh, all sorts of different additional penalties for people who are targeted because of their race, color, religion, national origin, ethnicity, ancestry, sex, gender, gender identity, gender expression, sexual orientation, age and disability. I mean, the, the list goes on and on, and basically it creates a situation where if someone says or does things and they can trace it back and say, well, that's because of some motive that you have, it creates real problems, especially for those who believe that marriage is between a man and a woman or may have concerns about the issue of pronouns and transgender surgeries and all of those sorts of things can be called to account on that. But one of the things that really is concerning to me is one of the bills allows for anonymous hate crime reporting options. So you can sort of rat people out if you don't like them, uh, somebody at work you uh, want to go after or somebody at school or whatever, you can make these anonymous reports. It also, these bills allow for 
lawsuits, which even though you may not be criminally charged, you have to then defend yourself in court because somebody thinks you misgendered them or something along those lines. Wow, unbelievable that that's happening. Jason, let's talk about gambling. There was another push in New York this week to expand internet gambling. Of course, you've already got the sports betting, which was, I think, a couple years ago legalized. This is called iGaming, so-called mobile casinos. Aren't there enough forms of gambling in New York already? Well, Senator Adabo, who chairs the uh, gaming committee in the Senate, is indicating this would be a tax uh, winner, a revenue for the state, but he's failing to acknowledge that how many lives are lost and are damaged by gambling addiction. We've already seen an increase under mobile sports betting, and if we have casino gambling that goes to the same anonymity of a mobile cell phone, that's going to be an increasing problem for people across the state. I believe that mobile gambling, when sports betting was instituted here, was unconstitutional, and I believe this will be as well. Casino gambling is allowed, sadly enough, in our state constitution at a casino, but not through a cell phone. All right, turning our attention to the marijuana issue, Michael, uh, the state house is continuing to try to beat this drum, expanding it to include recreational marijuana. How close are they to getting recreational marijuana over the finish line? Well, there are a lot of uh, forces within the House of Representatives that want to see it happen. This is a troubling issue. That's why there was a press conference held this week, as well as a legislative forum to talk about the addiction, the crime, the uh, DUIs, and all of the things that come with the uh, expansion of legalization of marijuana. Yeah, and recreational marijuana in New York's been legal for two and a half years, Jason, but the rollout has been, even those for this will say, this has been an unmitigated disaster. There was a hearing in Albany this week to talk about why so many of these illegal pot shops. What has been responsible for this disastrous rollout of the marijuana marketplace? Well, state policy has led to the abysmal position we have with recreational marijuana here in New York. This was passed before there was a framework in place that was ready to regulate it and move it forward. Now, we oppose the recreational marijuana. We'll continue to do so. But the policies that have been implemented, the slow rollout of these things, has only grown the illicit market here in New York and has made things more problematic that now now even the pot that is available is tainted and is causing damage to folks that are choosing to participate. Uh, hey, Election Day is fast approaching, Michael, and more than $17 million has been spent on this race, the race to fill that open seat on the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. That's not going to change the balance of power on the court, but it is a very important race. How come? Well, one of the reasons is perversion of our system. Three branches of government are supposed to have distinct roles, but increasingly an activist judiciary is acting as legislators. And so people with money are wanting to see judges with their ideology put into place to do legislative action. Those of us who believe in judicial restraint believe it's very important because we've seen the activities of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court on issuing rulings that impact our elections, so many different other issues that of life, and that's why the money is being spent on this race. Yeah, uh, and early voting ends Sunday in New York, Jason. What are you seeing so far as far as the turnout? Very curious to get your thoughts on this about uh, this actually being the new norm for how elections are done in New York. 
Yeah, I think turnout is still low and it's light, and I think that is typical of even the type of election year we're experiencing, low voter turnout. But there is more um, of an uptick we're beginning to see. I'm one that prefers Election Day, but I recognize that this is the law now, and it is important that uh, people of all parties understand that when they vote early, it helps the funnel system to where those parties can then drill down and essentially try to drag out the remaining voters to the polls. If you don't vote until uh, Election Day, well, you're going to keep getting those calls, messages, and and emails and such. Uh, Voting early takes you out of that system. That's another uh, good reason to do that. Thank you, uh, Jason. And finally, guys, about a minute left. Uh, Michael, I know you're excited. Riley Gaines is coming to Hershey on Monday. Also, Seth Dillon with the Babylon Bee. Uh, What is the gist of what they'll be sharing on Monday in Hershey? It's our Friends of the Family Banquet, and uh, I'm grateful for uh, Family Life uh, Radio having the opportunity to have both uh, Riley and Seth uh, speak to your audience this week. They're going to be talking about the issues that are important to Pennsylvania and specifically their experiences, Seth, with the cancel culture going after Babylon B and how they've addressed that. And Riley Gaines, certainly the issue of girls' sports and her experience having raced against the male identifying as a female, Leah Thomas, in a championship race. Yeah, I kind of know a lot of folks are going to want to hear both of them on Monday. And then, Jason, you're writing about this online, and we'll give that website at the end. Governor Hochul's Pregnancy Center reporting law. It's been around for a little while. Basically, it keeps tabs on pro-life centers in New York. What are these centers mandated to report, and why aren't abortion clinics subject to the same scrutiny? Yeah, the Department of Health has sent out surveys looking to see a source of funding, uh, donors, uh, various types of information coming from these pregnancy resource centers. I think the state's trying to get a handle on what these pro-life centers are, and I can only assume that's for targeting down the road. Uh, And yet we don't even have Planned Parenthood facilities that are inspected by the state of New York. Hmm. So we have some real problems here, but I think centers should remember that they are not mandated to respond to that survey, and frankly, I would encourage them not to do so. All right, and that'll have to be the last word this week, but hey, get your hot little hand on one of those voter guides in Pennsylvania uh, with the big vote coming up on Tuesday. Michael, how can folks do that? If they go to our website at pafamily.org. All right, learn more about that reporting law for pro-life centers. Jason, you're writing about this online. Where can folks find you? AlbanyUpdate.com. 